Hello, everyone, and welcome to the History of Things podcast. I'll be your host, Mark. And before I get into anything today, I just wanted to give a shout out to all the new people that are checking this podcast out. Thank you so much for spending the time and and checking this out, and I hope I don't disappoint. And another huge thank you to those of you who keep coming back. If you guys are enjoying this content, please give me a five-star review, and you can leave a comment or two below. Just make sure they're nice, please. But uh, five-star reviews and great comments really help the algorithms, and it helps me to get my name out there. So I appreciate your help on that tremendously. And before I forget, I also need to give a huge thank you to our neighbor down the alleyway here. Her name is Robin. She was kind enough to loan me her USB mic for me to try with this podcast. I've been trying to find some better equipment uh, to do these podcasts because I just haven't been happy with the quality of sound. And of course, I'm on a budget and stuff, so it just takes time to find something that works. But this really neat mic that she loaned me is pretty cool. It's a little girly. It's a little pink. And it was just an ongoing joke between the two of us. But I really like the microphone. It's working really well. And thank you so much, Robin, for your help. And yeah, I think I'm going to get one of these of my own. So for today's topic, I thought we would go over the history of tattoos. It's a pretty interesting one, so you're going to want to stick around. Alrighty, so are you guys all comfortable in your favorite chairs or on the couch or, or whatever? You got a fire going? Shall we open up a, a, a cold beverage? Awesome. Alright, let's get on with the show, shall we? So, clay figurines were the earliest evidence of tattoos. The figurines had their faces painted or engraved with these markings, and those markings, of course, were the tattoos. The oldest of these figurines was actually found in a tomb in Japan, and it dated back to 5000 BC or older. So the idea of a tattoo has been around for quite some time, apparently. When it comes to more of the tattoos that we're used to today, the oldest known human to have tattoos preserved on his mummified skin was a man that was said to be from the Bronze Age that dates back to 3300 BC. He was found in a glacier in Otztal, A. Let's try that again. Otztal, O T Z T A L, in the Alps close to the border of Austria and Italy. So they call him Otzi, O T Z I. And he was said to have 57 tattoos. So a good portion of these 57 tattoos were actually located near or on acupuncture points. The same points that we still use today when this uh, practice is being used. So the scientists speculated that these tattoos were early forms of acupuncture. It's not known, however, how Otzi got his tattoos or what they were made out of. 
Some speculated that they may have been made by soot. They were darker in color. And the Middle Kingdom period of ancient Egypt would be another time period where tattoos were found. A few mummies were recovered that dated back to the years 2160 to 1994 BC. In the, I believe it's pronounced Paisryke, P-A-Z-Y-R-Y-K, the Paisryke tombs, mummies were discovered that were quite elaborately tattooed. They dated back to the 6th to 2nd century. So between the 8th and 6th century BC, the Greek and Roman times, tattooing was synonymous with barbarians. The Persians inspired the Greeks on tattooing, and the Greeks used the tattoos to mark slaves and criminals. This made them easier to be identified if they were trying to escape. The Romans also decided to adopt this procedure. It's probably the nomadic people and migration that helped tattooing to spread around the globe. Women in uh, specific gypsy tribes in the Middle East or in India actually became specialized tattooists. At the beginning of the Christian era, it was the Scythians, Scythians rather, that were similarly responsible for spreading tattooing from Siberia to Eastern Europe. So body decorations like piercings, tattoos, and scarifications have forever been a means of distinguishing people themselves or certain groups in society. They can also be a part of one's identity throughout history and different cultures tattooing were distinctive marks, either to st symbolize achievement or for sources of shame. In a tribal setting, tattoos can indicate power, class, age, and marital status. In some tribes, women's tattoos were symbols of beauty, which also ensured they were of no value to other tribes. In 1871, Charles Darwin wrote in his book, The Decent Man, that there was no country on the planet that didn't practice tattoos or some form of body decoration. A German ethnologist an explorer named Carl von den Steen, Steenen, S-T-E-I-N-E-N, believed that South Africa tattooing evolved from the custom of decorating the human body with scars. Plant sap would be rubbed into wounds which would prevent bleeding and cause the discoloration of the scar. This discoloration would be regarded as a tattoo. So this is where I'd like to take a few seconds and mention a small business that I truly believe in. If anyone out there in the Okanagan area of British Columbia, Canada, uh, is in need of uh, power sports uh, equipment or service, check out Vernon Motorsports on Highway 97 close to the end of town by Armstrong, BC. These guys are under new ownership, they're under new management, and they're just fantastic to deal with. They must be doing something right because there's always a customer in that store. And uh, I've gotten to know a few of those people like Ryan and Travis and, and the owners, uh, the sales manager, Dale. 
fantastic, fantastic people, right? Eva Cole, she's behind the parts counter as well too. If you need anything parts related or service or accessories, you know, outboards, generators, UTVs, ATVs, street bike, dirt bike, all sorts of power sports stuff, they're the ones to uh, to go see. They are a Yamaha dealership, Articat dealership, KTM dealership, and uh, as I said, fantastic, fantastic people to deal with. You won't be sorry for going there. So check them out. It's Vernon Motorsports, and they're uh, just on Highway 97 in Vernon, BC, Canada. Alrighty, let's get on with the show. So in 1857, the book Missionary Travels and Research in South Africa, David Livingston wrote that many Africans created their own tattoos by introducing a black substance under the skin. It would cause a raised scar that would be considered a tattoo. That would almost be like a 3D tattoo. That would be kind of cool. The Apache and Comanche warriors would rub dirt into their battle wounds, which would make the scarring more visible. It would give them something to show off to the rest of the tribe. The pygmies in New Guinea rubbed herbs into the incisions, which would cause permanent scarring as well. Similar stories like these suggest that tattooing most likely arose in various locations around the globe, throughout scarification rituals, medical treatments, and bloodletting practices. Some of them may have even happened by chance. So the myth that says tattooing came from a single origin is obviously false. In 1891, this would be the year that Samuel O'Reilly invented and patented the first electric tattooing machine. His idea stemmed from Edison's electric pen. He just added needles and an ink reservoir. So that's pretty much how tattoos evolved. And, uh, you know, they've grown to obviously what we know as a tattoo today. And I gotta admit, there is some incredible artists out there that make these tattoos that just look amazing. And I did find actually some really cool facts about tattoos that I figured I would just end the session with. So let's start with those, shall we? So a tattoo gun will puncture the skin between 50 and 3,000 times per minute. It penetrates the skin about one millimeter into the dermis level of the skin. It's said that 58% of women have at least one tattoo, and only 41% of men have one. But interestingly enough, women are twice as likely to get their tattoos removed over men. The word tattoo is actually one of the most misspelled words in the English language. Usually, they spell it T-A-T-O-O, when it should be T-A-T-T-O-O. In 2012, there was a survey that stated that the most popular tattoo for women were hearts and angels. And until 2004, get this, this was interesting. Until 2004, it was illegal to get a tattoo in South Carolina, and until 2006, it was illegal to get a tattoo in Oklahoma. That's just bizarre. And how the heck would you patrol that? 
people be smart enough and just get sleeves or, or whatever done, like you'd never know. I just don't understand why that would be illegal. And when having a tattoo removed, black color, the black color is actually much easier to have removed than, uh, than the actual colors. And apparently yellow and green are the most difficult colors to have removed. There was a fellow named Gregory Paul McLaren. He has the Guinness Book of World Records for being the most tattooed person on the planet. He has covered over 99.9% .9 of his body, including the inside of his mouth, the inside of his ears, and the inside of his eyelids. That's crazy. In such places like Turkey and United Arab Emirates and Iran, tattooing is still illegal. The famous Tommy Lee set another Guinness Book of World Records when he got tattooed in midair in 2007 while he was on a jet plane. Scott Campbell would be the richest tattoo artist. He charges $1,000 for the first hour, and he only works on weekends. 23% of people regret getting a tattoo, and it's usually over a tattooed name. Yeah, I kind of have to agree with that. People come and go out of your lives and stuff, and yeah, tattooing somebody's name, that's a bit of a gamble, I think. It's important to research your tattoo shops before going into them. An unsanitary shop could transmit such diseases like syphilis, HIV, and hep B. But it's also important to note that to date, there are no reported cases of HIV through any tattoo shop. The longest tattoo session lasted 56 hours and 30 minutes. The artist with the last name Barnas, B-A-R-N-A-S, finished 11 tattoos and was allowed five-minute breaks on every hour interval. That's freaking crazy. Can you imagine the recipient? That's a lot of pain. <laughs> and the apprentices, when you're, when you're learning how to tattoo, they will normally use grapefruit, oranges, and lemons to practice tattooing on because they're supposedly the closest thing to human skin. Ironically, government jobs are the highest tolerance or have the highest tolerance for tattoos and piercings. However, there's only 8% of government employees that actually have ink tattoos. The people of USA spent $1,650,500,000 on tattoos annually, with only 14% of all Americans having at least one tattoo. That's a crap load of cash. $924,000 would be the cost of the most expensive tattoo on the planet. The tattoo is done with half-carat diamonds encrusted into the skin rather than ink. But as you can probably imagine, no one has actually ever had this tattoo done before. In Russia, some prisoners would get tattoos of Lenin and Stalin. 
these weren't in support of them. Instead, this was done in case of the death penalty. Guards would not shoot them because it was illegal to shoot images of their national leaders. <laughs> That's frickin' brilliant. And not surprisingly, the most tattooed body part for women is the ankle, and for men, it's the arm. And as I mentioned before, South Carolina and Oklahoma, as well as Florida, are the states with the most discrimination against tattoos. But if you're really for tattoos, then you're going to want to move to either Montana, Colorado, or California. They think they're pretty cool over there. When introduced to the Western world, it was mostly sailors that got tattoos. And it seems like it wasn't till the 70s that they actually became really, really popular and grew in popularity. A small 5% of Americans have had one tattoo covered up by another. And before I even had the idea of doing this podcast on tattoos, I was always curious if they were supposedly that permanent, then how can they be removed? So I researched how to remove a tattoo, and what I learned was that our bodies are constantly attacking those tattoos, hence the reason why they fade over the years. So when you get the laser, it actually breaks down the ink particles to very, very minute particles, and the body will basically take care of the rest. The body will basically clamp onto that ink and dispose of it however it does. So that's pretty interesting. I thought, I, I actually really didn't know what to think at the time as far as how the tattoos were removed, but that's pretty cool on how that happens. So this will basically wrap up this episode on the history of tattoos. Thank you so much, guys. If you made it this far, please give me a five-star rating and a positive comment. I love, would love to hear your, your ideas. If you have any ideas on another topic and stuff, I would love to hear it. I'm only picking stuff that I have sort of an interest in or think others might, but it would be nice to have other people's input. So please drop a line and let me know what you think. I will do the best research I can and hopefully we can make an episode out of it. Thank you so much for listening, guys. So appreciate you being here. And I guess we'll chat with you on the next episode. Take care.